Listener Production. Australia Today's Morning Agenda. Good morning. Thanks for your company. I'm Talissa Bazaz, filling in for Natasha Belling. Let's check what's making headlines this Wednesday, the 13th of April. A manhunt is underway in New York after a subway shooting that injured at least 16 people. It's understood a man wearing a gas mask and construction vest tossed a smoke canister into a Brooklyn train car to distract crowds before opening fire. A video has surfaced of a crowd desperately trying to get away from the area. Ten people suffered gunshot wounds. Five of the victims are in a critical condition this morning. Here is Governor of New York, Kathy Hochul. That sense of tranquility and normalness was disrupted, brutally disrupted by an individual so cold-hearted and depraved of heart that they had no caring about the individuals that they assaulted as they simply went about their daily lives. Police are going door-to-door in Brooklyn this morning, speaking to shopkeepers and locals as they search for the shooter. The motive remains unknown. Back home, the Prime Minister has been heckled again as day three of the election campaign gets underway. Scott Morrison was at a private event last night when he was confronted by a man who was a self-declared progressive activist. So I'm across, across the river here, across the Lepan River, people lost their houses, people lost their houses, and they were burned. You're a disgrace. You are a disgrace. The man was asked to leave the venue. So far, no charges have been laid. Overseas now and Russian President Vladimir Putin claims negotiations have hit a stalemate as he continues his invasion of Ukraine. Western governments are urgently trying to verify claims that Russia has used chemical weapons on civilians in the besieged city of Mariupol. The claims have come from Ukrainian social media and are yet to be confirmed. It comes as tens of thousands of Russian troops are poised for a major assault on eastern Ukraine. Ukrainian officials warning citizens to escape while there's still time, with US intelligence claiming Russia is preparing for a major new phase of the war. Staying overseas, pressure is mounting on the UK Prime Minister to stand down after he became the first sitting PM in history to have broken the law. Boris Johnson and his finance minister have been fined over those Downing Street lockdown parties back in 2020, breaking the lockdown rules their government brought in. Mr Johnson apologised but has vowed he won't be resigning over the incident. I understand the anger that many will feel that I myself fell short when it came to observing the very rules which the government I lead had introduced to protect the public. It's understood 50 fines have now been dished out over the alleged events. And it's back. We can now reunite with our friends and families across the ditch without needing to isolate just in time for the ski season. New Zealand has reopened its border to Australians overnight. However, we need to be fully vaccinated and still need to have a PCR or supervised rat test before arrival. Now let's check what's happening in your state with our reporters on the ground. To Victoria first and massive news for some of the state's regional centres. The Commonwealth Games has been locked in for 2026, but some regions are celebrating, others are disappointed and left scratching their heads. Our reporter Tessa Randello has the latest from regional Victoria. That's right, Talissa. Victoria secured the Commonwealth Games, which will go ahead primarily in regional parts of the state. The Premier Daniel Andrews says four hubs will host most of the action. Ballarat, of course, Bendigo, Geelong and Gippsland. 
Uh, there will be sports in each of those four hubs. There will be athletes' villages in each of those four hubs. But for the rest of our state, it's a bit of a mixed bag. Shepparton was mentioned as a location to host sporting and cultural events. Those haven't been confirmed yet, but the mayor says she's disappointed with the decision not to have a hub in the Goulburn Valley and confused as to why Gippsland, which has a smaller population, was picked instead. The state government are still working on additional locations and sports to add to the agenda. And to New South Wales now and security has been ramped up at the Royal Easter Show today as the carnival reopens following Monday's fatal stabbing. Our Sydney reporter Sasha Barbagat has more. Thanks, Talissa. Yes, extra bag checks and more police will be part of stepped-up measures at the show today. Organisers have met to discuss safety at the annual event after a 17-year-old boy was killed in a stabbing near the ride section on Monday night. The carnival was closed yesterday as detectives investigated the incident and will reopen today but it'll now close at 9.30 each night instead of 11pm. Meantime, the Premier has spoken to News Corp saying he wants to protect the tradition of the Easter show as a safe family event, describing the violence as a horrible tragedy. Police believe some suspects remain on the run. The investigation continues. Now for the latest in business and finance with Effie Zahos, editor-at-large at CanStar. Effie, good morning. Petrol relief is finally flowing through to consumers, but there are other ways you can save at the pump and supermarkets are jumping in with offers to encourage us to spend more. Yeah, absolutely. And it is nice to see those price drops. I mean, last week, the average retail petrol price, according to the Australian Institute of Petroleum, was $1.74. And the week before the budget, it was $2.06. So yes, it's flowing through. And of course, that excise tax is only until the end of September, the end September 28th. But as you mentioned, there are other ways you can save the pump and it could be a double whammy if you put them both together. So Canstar Blue's come up with this little nifty uh, trick or hack, you could call it. Basically, Coles has bumped up its uh, it bumped up its fuel discount to 14 cents per litre until May 25th. Now, it's working in partnership with Viva Energy. That's their fuel provider. And the discount is redeemable when you fill up at participating Shell Coles Express service stations and you spend, here's the catch, $20 or more there. Now, that 14 cents fuel discount can be used in conjunction with Coles supermarket shopper docket deals and you get an extra four cents off there. But again, you've got to spend $30 or more in participating Coles supermarket. So that brings it up to 18 cents. And then finally, to get you to that 22 cents uh, discount, if you've got a toll linked account, well, that app lets you get a discount once a day. But look, regardless of these shopper dockets, you still want to make sure you're getting the best deal. So the tip is to download a fuel app. Many state governments have got their own apps, including Fuel Check, Fuel Watch, Fuel, uh, uh, My Fuel in Northern Territory, and the Fuel Check in Tassie. That way, you'll be sure to be filling up at the cheapest station near you. They are some great tips. And job numbers out today. The tightening labour market is seeing some employers paying record sign-up bonuses. Yeah, I found this incredibly interesting. The labour market is tight, as you point out, and most economists do expect this momentum to continue on the back of the overall strength of the economy. And what we can see job numbers tomorrow, well, you know, take, for example, Comsec's forecast. They're expecting a 40,000 uh, 40, job gain in employment with the unemployment figure falling down to 3.9%. They think the participation rate will increase slightly from 66.4 to 665 
Now, with the market being so tight, Seek has come out with some data showing just what crazy sign-up bonuses some employers are willing to pay to secure employees. Now, some as high as $60,000. And I'll give you some ideas here. A general practitioner in Adelaide is willing to pay $60,000 as a sign-up bonus. You've got an auto electrician in Kalgoorlie willing to pay 30,000 sign-up bonuses. You've got senior accountants in Sydney getting $10,000 sign-up bonuses and dump truck operators in Newcastle getting as much as $10,000 in sign-up bonuses. Now, of course, wage data is not due until the 18th of May and we've got the quarter inflation coming out at the end of this month. Both of them expected to be well above the RBA's expectation. So that rate hike in June is looking all the more likely. Those bonuses have just blown my mind. Thank you, Effie. (laughs) Thanks. Time to sport now. We're joined this morning by Sean Maynard. Sean, good morning. We'll start with some AFL and Paddy Ryder has failed to overturn his two-match ban at the tribunal overnight. Yeah, he has. Uh, now, St Kilda cited Tim English's bump on Nick Blake in an attempt to free him. That was, uh, well, that was successful. The tribunal ruling the force of Ryder's contact was significant. Uh, Hawthorne young guy Will Day was left concussed in the incident and that coming, of course, after the shock of Gil McLaughlin. He announced he's stepping down as the AFL chief executive at the end of the season. It's a role he's held since April 2014. We're hearing Richmond's Brendan Gale and the league's Travis Alter among the contenders to replace him. And looking at the NRL now, and as we've seen overnight, Warriors player Marcelo Montoya has copped a four-week ban over a homophobic slur. What's the latest out of the Titans camp this morning, Sean? Well, uh, Brian Kelly named to return for the side's clash against the Sea Eagles on Saturday. Philip Sammy heads back to the wing. Greg Hamasu holding his spot on the other flank. And Jermaine Azako has been named at, uh, at full back. And second rower David Fafita says he needs to work on getting the ball more. I think I'm doing enough, you know, getting my runs and that and games and stuff like that. But obviously I just need to keep working hard and be better each week. And the Matildas are on a high this morning. A good result for them? Absolutely, it was. So they down New Zealand 3-1 in Canberra, wrapping up their uh, their series of friendlies. Sam Kerr has always proved to be the difference for Australia. Uh, she missed out on a hat trick, netting a brace, though, in the first half. Take a listen to this. I'm always happy to be playing for my national team and scoring, and, um, yeah, a hat trick would have been nice, but three goals for the team and a win is, is everything we want. Yeah, very nice work indeed, and that's how that you look at sport. Awesome. Thanks, Sean. Speak soon. And a police story that sounds like it's from the future. San Francisco police have pulled over a taxi only to find no driver inside. A viral video posted on social media shows the hatchback, which belongs to driverless car company Cruise, being pulled over with officers shocked to find no one behind the wheel. That's before the car attempts to flee the scene. Turns out it was human error with someone forgetting to switch the lights on and the driverless car was allowed to go on its way alone. And that's all you need to know to start your day with Australia Today's Morning Agenda in your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning. You can also find the latest episode in a whole new world of audio by downloading the Listener app for free. I'm Talissa Bazaz. Thanks for your company. Stay safe and we'll see you tomorrow. Listener.